Hey guys, it's Simi and this is Wrestling Unlimited as we are here on the 26th of November 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. Uh, tonight's Friday Night Smackdown was an alright show. If I had to vote, I would give it an alright. I mean, I would say it's a little better than alright, but I didn't think it was... Well, I did like the show, so I guess if I was voting, I would say I liked the show. There was nothing other than the women's match. Well, the both women's segments I didn't really particularly care for. But other than that, I thought the rest of the show was pretty good. So, all right show for SmackDown. I liked it, but I thought it was kind of average, if you know what I mean. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. With that, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that a donate button down below and donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. If you say, I'm already paying for Amazon Prime, I can't pay you five bucks as well. Well, that's fine. You take your Amazon account, you take your Twitch account, you link them together and cha-ching! You have a Prime Gaming account. Prime Gaming gives you a lot, and I mean a lot, of cool different things. Let's see if anything's updated for next month and what you'll be getting with your Prime Gaming account then. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, Prime Gaming, you will be getting... So no free games. Oh, here we go. It's still... Dragon Age Inquisition and Control. But you will be also getting free in-game items for Riders Republic. Smite. Call of Duty Warzone. Madden 22. I need to, I need to uh, get that because I got Madden 22. And so many other games like Fall Guys, New World, and so forth. You get free stuff for games. But you also get one free subscription to any Twitch channel that you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But if you also say, hey, I don't got Amazon Prime either, you're in luck. Because as long as you know somebody with Amazon Prime, whether it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your dog walker, your milkman, if you got one of them, your mailman, because most people still got a mailman. I mean, why wouldn't you have a mailman? You still get stuff in the mail. Whether it's the lady that helped you at Walmart this morning for Black Friday shopping when you said, hey, I'm trying to get that on 70-inch Roku TV for $3.98. You got any more left? When she says yes, also ask her, hey, you got Amazon Prime? Can I use your Amazon Prime account? I'm going to link it to my Twitch. Ain't going to cost you nothing, but I'm going to support Pro Wrestling Unlimited. That's all you got to do. Strike up a conversation. Ask them for their Amazon. And there you go. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well. You can help us out with, uh, you can help us out with super chats and super stickers in the live chat. My got tongue twisted there. Remember, all super chats do get read live on the air. They're the best way to make sure that your question, concern, comment does actually get read. Also, remember, you can subscribe to the channel by hitting that join button down below. And when you do, you get early access to news, early access to non-news videos, early access to 
exclusive news like we had earlier this week. You get early access to it, like the news we had about WWE 2K22. <coughs> Excuse me, this cough is still not going away. The exclusive news we had for 2K22 was that, well, they're having issues with next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. Yeah, like literally. They thought, oh, it'll be fine on PS5. So they said, you can request a code for PS5 once we put codes out in March. And I request a code for PS5. Then the next week, oh, you can't request PS5 codes anymore. It's PlayStation 4 only. Oh, what's going on? Uh, we're just trying to make sure the game works the best on as many platforms as possible. So to me, and I'm just spitballing here, I wasn't told they're having issues per se on next-gen consoles, but when you're told we're just trying to make sure that it works the best on as many different consoles as possible, then that, that kind of registers in my brain of, ooh, you may be having some issues. But with that, we've got Friday Night Smackdown to talk about. We've got Friday Night Smackdown to talk about indeed where the show kicked off with Michael Cole and Pat McAfee discussing tonight's Black Friday number one contender invitational battle royal. Yeah, they said all that. They said all that. So the show opens up and Caleb Braxton was already in the ring. She began to discuss the rumors of Brock Lesnar's suspension being up. Suddenly, Roman's music would interrupt. He made his way to the ring with, well, wise man, the wise man, Paul Heyman. They recap Roman defeating Big E at Survivor Series. Heyman took the mic and mocked Braxton for discussing rumors. He said that they talk about the rumors. He said that they don't talk about rumors on the island of relevancy. They talk about fact. And that's not fact. Because she's got no sources, no facts to back it up. Heyman mocked Braxton and claimed that she's talking. She's talking about rumors to make herself seem like a journalist when she's not. Heyman told her, dig deeper for some sources. And then demanded that she leaves and gets out the ring. Fans broke out in a loud, we want Brock chant. Reigns then said that the only losers, that only losers believe in rumors. Reigns called everyone there a loser and said that Lesnar is the only, or that Lesnar is the number one loser. He also even went as far as to say if he ever saw him again, he'd smash him, just like he did when he traveled halfway across the world to smash Brock Lesnar. Reigns even said Big E is a big loser because I smashed him at Survivor Series. Reigns said, that it doesn't matter who wins the battle royal. He's going to beat them even if it's two, three, four different guys. And I go, oh, give me Elimination Chamber on day one. You want to make day one a big show? Elimination Chamber. But Corbin, Hardy, McIntyre, Zayn, and Cesaro in there or something. Maybe you can take Zayn out and put a Sheamus. I don't know. <clears throat> That's not what we're getting. That's not what we're getting. Um, Reigns would then also go on to add when his time in WWE comes to an end, which may be sooner than we think, which I don't know where that line came from, but that was a very interesting line. He said the fans will all 
acknowledge him when he's gone. And I'm just sitting here going, that's a very interesting line to say. When my time in WWE comes to an end, which may be sooner than you think. Huh. Was that just, excuse me, a line to get us thinking and it's really nothing? Or is that foreshadowing for something to come? I honestly do not know there. Um, D-Lo Wee, it's a lot easier to get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X if you do it online when places like Walmart and Best Buy just get drops. That's how I got mine. I was I was following a Twitter account that basically told you, hey, uh, looks like Walmart may be getting some PS5s in about an hour. So I sat on my phone, sat on my phone. They went on sale. Boom, 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 boom. Didn't get it at first. Boom, 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 boom. Then I got mine. That is the easiest way to do it. You are not going to be able to go... They're not even releasing them in stores. PlayStation 5s, at least. You can't go to a store and buy a PS5. They're not just putting them in stores. So if anyone's telling you, go to Best Buy today for Black Friday and buy a PS5, no. No. You can buy games for the PlayStation 5 and controllers and accessories and hardware, but you can't buy the console in a store still. Anyways, just thought I would let you guys know about that since you guys are debating it and stuff in the, in the chat. I thought I'd let you know. I mean, that's how I got my PS5. Like I said, sat online. It said, literally, it said, PS5 is on sale. A minute later, PS5 sold out. Then for some reason, I tried 30 minutes later. Boom, got my PS5. So next up, we had Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy against Her- uh, Happy Corbin. I almost said Harry Corbin for some reason. He's got no hair. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. This is a fine opening match. And I didn't realize guys were going to be working double duty tonight. I didn't think that was going to happen. To recap, Jeff Hardy defeating Madcap Moss last week. Corbin was briefly in control early until Hardy took over. Hardy hit a leg drop and a basement drop kick on Corbin. He caught Corbin with a clothesline off the apron. Moss jumped in front of him or jumped him from behind. He then sent Hardy over the barricade to gain control. Back from a commercial break, Corbin was firmly in control and knocked McIntyre off the apron. The heels then isolated Hardy on their side of the ring. Hardy and Moss rocked each other with a double clothesline. McIntyre got the hot tag and ran a while on both heels. He threw Corbin across the ring with the belly-to-belly suplex. He then set up for a claymore, but Moss caused a distraction. Corbin then hit a deep six for a close near fall. I didn't say everybody worked double since Saturday. I just worked some. I said some worked double. Corbin then sent Hardy to the floor. McIntyre jumped Corbin from behind. Moss attacked McIntyre from behind, but McIntyre recovered and hit the Claymore. He tagged in Hardy. Hardy hit the Swanton and picked up the victory. Jeff Hardy and and McIntyre beat Corbin and Moss in an eight and a half minute match. So in the back, Aaliyah was talking to Kayla Braxton, and for some reason they were talking about Brock Lesnar. Like, that's random for Kayla and Aaliyah to be talking about. What does Kayla think? She's going to get some info and a source through Aaliyah on Brock? What? Anyways, Heyman would approach. Aaliyah would leave. He wondered if she got any confirmation about her Brock Lesnar rumors yet. He then implied, well, she better by the end of the show, or she may be fired. He's like, and that's not... Me confirming that, I just would push for it.
So next up, we had Cesaro versus Ridge Holland in a two-and-a-half, two-minute, 45-second match. It was a fine match. Felt a little short, and the wrong guy won, even though everyone's going to be like, no, oh, I like Cesaro winning. No. Ridge Holland should not have lost his first match on SmackDown. Holland also didn't even get his own music. Came out to Sheamus's music, which it's like, oh, boy. And Sheamus was on commentary here. Cesaro had the early advantage with some uppercuts in the corner. Cesaro was firmly in control when Sheamus started yelling at him. Holland then took advantage here and rocked Cesaro with a headbutt. He then threw Cesaro across the ring with a suplex. Holland then slowed down the pace with a chin lock. Cesaro briefly fought back, but Holland caught him with a slam, and then Holland continued to dominate Cesaro with some stomps. Cesaro then, well, just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, rolled him up. One, two, three. Cesaro's the winner. What the f- Where'd that come from? Literally, Holland was dominating and then just gets rolled up out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It makes no sense at all. The other thing that didn't make sense was that the general managers or the authority figures didn't know who was going to be in the Battle Royal. This was very meta because they're like, oh, well, we haven't been told. It hasn't, we haven't gotten confirmation yet who's going to be in this Battle Royal. But once we know, we'll post it. And I'm going to go, are, are you taking reality into storyline when you don't have finished scripts half the time before the show goes on the air? Like, dang. Gabriel Press Kofi is not injured. I believe, and this wasn't told to me specifically, but I believe he must have, and I'm just spitballing an idea here, maybe, don't, don't quote me on this, maybe took time off because his wife just gave birth. Same thing with Ollie. As you can tell, they've both been gone for a couple weeks. And then this week, they both had their third babies. So, Drew McIntyre approaches Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville in their office. He said, hey, I just want to know if I'm in the Black Friday Battle Royal. Pearce and Deville goes, well, again, we don't know yet. Once that list is finalized, we will let you know, and you are in consideration. I will consider you. Next up, we got a Thanksgiving leftover throwdown. Angel versus Rick Boogs. This match is okay, and there was a hell of a bump in this match by Humberto. It was another short match. It went about three minutes long. Really didn't even get time to get legs behind it, to be honest. Stipulation seemed pointless since it really didn't play a big role in the match other than the Humberto bump. So Angel rocked Boogs with a drop kick at the bell. They brawled around ringside, and Angel tried to slam Boogs into the ham. Angel then slowed down the pace, but Boogs broke free. Boogs gave Angel a gut wrench suplex. <clears throat> and got a near fall off it. He played an abdominal stretch, and Humberto started playing Boogs' guitar on top of the table with all the food. Boogs was distracted and released his hold. Now he got a little bit of his own medicine here. He started yelling at Humberto when Nakamura would run over and kind of like sweep the legs out from under Humberto. Humberto flies up and just boom! Takes a beautiful back, flat back bump through this table, but the way he let the legs sweep out to pop himself up and then just crash down and come crashing through that table was tremendous. Boogs was still distracted, which allowed Angel to hit a super kick and his finish to pick up the victory. Yeah, Angel defeats Rick Boogs. Going forward, they recapped Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series before Charlotte 
was actually brought out. Charlotte came out to the ring. They said they're going to do an exclusive interview with Charlotte Flair up next after the break. Um, I noticed that since Saturday. He says uh, Nakamura's wearing a cast on his hand, and I don't know what that's from. I honestly don't know. Because he literally worked less than a week ago. Four or five days ago? Was it five days ago? So I don't know what the cast was from. Charlotte Flair was in the ring with Michael Cole. Actually, there was more before this. Uh, backstage, Caleb Braxton approached Adam Pierce and asked about the participants in tonight's Battle Royal, where he once again said that he has to get approval, and that list will be posted once the approval is given. She then said, do you have any confirmation or anything regarding Brock Lesnar and his suspension? And they were capped. Lesnar attacking officials and referees leading to the suspension. Pierce then talked about medical bills and therapy sessions and all that that Brock caused. And he said that, well, Lesnar is still suspended. And he doubts the suspension will end anytime soon. You're a dummy. We got the Charlotte Flair segment. It was her and Michael Cole. This, this was the whole reason they needed the match before it. To have the food out there. Michael Cole interviews Charlotte Flair in the ring. Cole noted that Flair must feel disappointed as she lost to Becky Lynch's Survivor Series. Flair says she was more upset with the dang referee. Flair downplayed Lynch's victory before Tony Storm would come out and interrupt. Charlotte said something about being the best here, even though she lost, and Storm assumed, oh, she said, like, no one can beat me on SmackDown. And Storm said, well, I think you might be talking about me. Storm got in Charlotte's face and challenged her to a match. Flair mocked Storm, and the two broke out into a brawl. Flair then rolled, to the, uh, rolled out of the ring near where the tables were for the Thanksgiving stuff. Flair grabbed a pie and hit Storm in the face. Storm just stood there with pie in her face. Flair grabbed a second pie and hit Storm again. Storm didn't do anything other than look like she was about to cry. That was it. That was it. What? The hell. Charlotte then left. She had some like pie on her arms and Tony was covered. Worthless segment. If Tony Storm is going to be the next challenger, this was worthless. I want to say thank you to Jack Dawson, who's been a member on YouTube for 20 months now. I really do appreciate that. He said, keep up the good work and also podcasts. Really do appreciate that. 20 months of subscriptions as a channel member on YouTube. Going forward, the recap, Sasha Banks and her teammates turning on her at Survivor Series. Then we got a pretty bad Sasha Banks delivery here. Also want to say thank you to Jack Dawson for the super sticker. We got a earlier today video where Sasha approached Sonya Deville. And this was just so cardboard. You could just tell that she's... Reciting the lines, line by line. She's not trying to put any real emotion into it. It's just, I've got lines, and i got to say them. uh, Banks told Sonya that it was her fault for picking partners for her at Survivor Series and not letting her choose her own partners. She says, if I would have picked Naomi, which, here's, here's the question. I don't know if I've asked this before. Is it Naomi or Naomi? They say it both different ways. 
Like some people say Naomi, some people say Naomi. Which the hell is it? I always thought it was Naomi, like Naomi Campbell. Which is it? Is it Naomi or Naomi? It's spelled Naomi. So why would you say Naomi? It's Naomi. Anyways. Thanks, believe that she was able if she was able to pick Naomi for her team, then they probably would have won. But DeVille didn't let her. DeVille then denied having any problems with Naomi. She said, you know what? You know what? You want to be such good friends with Naomi? Here's what we're going to do. We'll put you in a match. You and Naomi against Natalia and Shayna Baszler. We got a second Zia Lee comic book style video. It revolved around a bully picking on her older brother until she defended him. I think these are very creative, and I guess she's going to be a baby face. Seems like it, by the way the stories go. She's always avenging somebody, usually, well, both times, her family. Well, everyone in the chat saying, N-A-O-M-I, Naomi. Yeah, that's how it's spelt, but they still say Naomi. So, I don't know. I know how it's spelt, but they don't say it like it's spelt half the time. We did get that tag team match. This match went 10 minutes. Yeah, they gave these women a lot of time. Sonya was on commentary with Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee said something, but I didn't catch it, to where Sonya Deville goes, do you like your job here, Pat? He's like, well, yeah. She's like, do you know who signs your contract? And he goes, um, the man with the $100 million egg? And she's like, and whose office was I in all weekend? And he was like, okay. Like, that made, none of that made sense. Like, I don't think she was expecting Pat to respond the way he did. Where she was like, who signs your paychecks? I thought she was going to, she I think she was hoping he would say you. Because you're the boss around here. But no, he literally told her, Vince. Because uh, she was like, who signed your paychecks? And he's like, uh, the man with the $100 million egg. And she was just like, and um, uh, whose office was I in all weekend? I was just like, what? So you got pool with Vince and you say hi. Fire Pat. He's going to fire Pat. Uh-uh. I think he'd fire you before Pat, Sonya. Pat is a better commodity than, than Sonya Deville, to be completely honest. She's great in her role and all. But if you had to pick one, Pat McAfee or Sonya Deville, who goes and who stays? If you can only save one. If they're both dangling off a cliff and you can only save one, Vince is going to save Pat. Excuse me. Anyways, the heels had the early advantage here as Baszler backed Naomi into the corner. Naomi fought back and caught Natalia with a drop kick to the floor. Natalia took over with a slam on the floor, and Baszler then rocked Naomi with some hard kicks. Baszler attacked Naomi from behind when Banks ran in and hit a backstabber on Baszler. Uh, I don't know what a blotch is, Kay Ballard. I don't know what a blotch in wrestling is. Back from the break, Naomi attempted a tag, but Baszler knocked Banks off the apron first. Baszler took over and slowed down the pace. Naomi tried fighting back, but the heels regained control. 
Naomi did eventually fire back with a springboard split leg, double stunner type move on Baszler and Natalia. Naomi went for the tag. But Baszler pulled Banks off the apron again. Baszler beat down Banks, but Banks fought back and hit a Meteora. Natalia regained control and hit a discus lariat for a near fall. Naomi ended up on the apron and hung Natalia on the top rope. She then hit a sunset flip on Natalia to pick up the victory. The baby faces do pick up the win here. And then after the match, Naomi went and got in Sonya's face as, as, uh, like, I don't know what Sasha was trying to do. She was like leaning over the ropes, yelling back down at Sonya and whatnot. And Deville just, congratulations. Congratulations. She just clapped for him. She's like, you guys won. So in the back, the list was posted. The entrants were named for the Black Friday number one contenders invitational battle royal. And well, one name was seemingly missing. The names in this battle royal were as followed. Jeff Hardy. Ricochet, Rick Boogs, Mansoor, Cesaro, Eric, Ivar, Drew Gulak, Mace, Sheamus, Ridge Holland, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Jinder Mahal, Shanky, Angel, and Umberto. One name missing, the big name missing, Drew McIntyre. So Drew McIntyre got shafted his opportunity. Drew McIntyre walks up and Seamus stops him and Seamus claimed that McIntyre's name isn't on this list. And he laughs and walks off. Colin McAfee wondered if Seamus was actually telling the truth or just screwing with Drew. And like I said, McIntyre not included. After the break, Colin McAfee confirmed, well, uh, we can say 100% Drew McIntyre is not in this upcoming match. Going forward, we did learn that Edge will be back on Monday Night Raw this coming Monday. So next up, we had the Battle Royal. The Black Friday number one contenders invitational Battle Royal. This is just your typical Battle Royal. Some good moments, some kind of end moments. Guys getting thrown in and out and this and that. The match was about to start when Drew McIntyre's music would hit. And he marched straight down to the ring with sword in hand. McIntyre cleared the ring. Some of the entrants running into the crowd. And Pierce then ran out to get McIntyre to leave. But McIntyre refused to leave. He demanded Pierce enter him in the Battle Royal. Battle Royal started after a break. Cole noted, McIntyre just left on his own. On his own? That made no damn sense. So he comes down here, tells Adam, add me to the match. Put me in this match now. And then you tell me he just leaves on his own? Like, Pierce didn't escort him out, or security didn't escort him No, he just left on his own? What did Pierce tell him during the break that we didn't hear? Hey, if you if you abide by this, I'll give you a shot later. So I don't, I don't, I don't no, just, no, no, let us know what happened. Literally just, oh, by the way, this match is underway, and cool, Drew left. Just left. That's it. He just left on his own. Made no sense. As the match was going on, they showed Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Paul Heyman all watching in the back. So, guys are getting thrown out here and there. Gulak tried tossing, um, I think it was Holland, and then Cesaro tossed him. 
We landed on the apron. Zayn then rocked Gulak with the kick for the first elimination. Mansoor went over the top rope and tried to skin the cat, but Sheamus and Holland knocked him out. Moss then threw out Mace, then Shanky for the next eliminations. Zaro tried to sneak up on Moss, but he fought back. Zaro took advantage and threw out Holland. Moss snuck up from behind and eliminated Cesaro. Moss then thought it'd be funny to try and eliminate Corbin, but it didn't happen. Corbin's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, ah, I got you. I got you. It's just a joke. And Corbin's like, ah, yeah, you're a funny guy. No. And he throws Madcap Moss out of the ring. And Madcap kind of looks up at him from the ground. And he's like, ah, yeah, you're funny, Corbin. You guys got some of that good stuff to smoke before this match. Back from the break, or after a break, whatever you want to call it, they showed Kayla Braxton at ringside. Cole noted that she's waiting to interview the winner after this match. Ivar and Corbin worked together to eliminate Ricochet, but he held onto the rope, so he wasn't actually eliminated. On the other side, Sheamus knocked Zane to the apron, and he rolled back into the ring. Angel took advantage and tossed out Boogs, Los Lotharios then attacked the Viking Raiders, but the Raiders tossed out Angel and Humberto. Raiders then knocked Zane out of the ring, but he rolled under the ropes, now over the top rope. Sheamus quickly eliminated both Viking Raiders. Then there were five. Ricochet, Sheamus, Corbin, Hardy, and, and Zane that you were supposed to forget about. Ricochet briefly ran wild. Corbin cut him off. Ricochet fought back. And Corbin hit a choke slam backbreaker. Ricochet recovered and rocked Corbin with a missile drop kick. Sheamus got back to his feet and rocked Ricochet with a brogue kick. Uh, Sheamus then dumps Ricochet out. It then came down to Sheamus, Corbin, and Hardy. Zane still on the floor. No one acknowledging it. Hardy took over and beat down Corbin and Sheamus. Fans broke out into a good Hardy chant briefly. Hardy then caught Sheamus with the back elbow and a whisper in the wind. Hardy then threw Corbin into the ropes and hit a twist of fate. Sheamus and Corbin then decided to work together to eliminate Hardy. Suddenly, Corbin turned on Sheamus and tossed him out of the ring. Corbin eliminated, or Corbin celebrated. But Hardy threw Corbin out and was the apparent winner as his music played. And they said, and your winner, Jeff. And as Jeff would climb to the top rope, here comes Sami Zayn. Dumps Jeff Hardy out of the ring. Ding, ding, ding. And your winner, Sammy Zane. And I go, oh, okay. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Okay. He just came back in, and there you go. Everybody on commentary was like, what? Huh? Who? They were shocked. Usos and, and Roman were kind of happy in the back where they're like, all right. All right, Sammy Zane. All right. So after the match, Kayla Braxton goes to interview Sammy. She's like, Sammy Zayn, you... Hold on one second. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have some breaking news. The suspension of Brock Lesnar has been lifted. And not only that, Brock Lesnar will be at SmackDown next Friday. Cameron then pans straight over to Adam Pearce, who's like... Like you saw a ghost. Camera then goes to the shot inside of the the, uh, the Bloodline locker room where Reigns, Heyman, and the Usos heard the news and were not happy about it at all. I think Sammy was still celebrating. I don't remember. And the show goes off the air. 
that, ladies and gentlemen, was Friday Night SmackDown. Friday Night SmackDown. Also, there's a spot earlier, right before um, Heyman told Kayla she should be fired. He tried to make it seem like him and Brock aren't close at all anymore because he goes, I know you can get the best source. Call Brock Lesnar. Here's my phone. Oh, wait, you can't because I don't even have Brock's new number. He was trying to make it seem like, you know, he's got no association with Lesnar anymore at all. But that was Friday Night SmackDown. Sami Zayn is the new number one contender for the WWE Universal Championship. Now, I think they may have said that this title match will be taking place at day one. But correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I heard that. And then all of a sudden, the graphic on the screen said, next week we're in San Antonio. So I don't know if maybe I heard it wrong or something. I'm not sure. Honestly, I think Sammy's going to come out next week and say, oh, I'm getting a shot at, at Roman Reigns. The conspiracy is over. And then Brock comes out, lays him out, and says, no, I want Roman Reigns. I think that's going to happen, to be completely honest. This is all just a way to get Brock into the match. He's going to beat down Sammy, and there we go. But with that, that was Friday Night SmackDown. With that, you know what I thought about the show. Now it's time to hear what you guys Thought about tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. Remember, you can put a chat, super chat in the live chat to get your questions answered, or you can text in to 510-906-1341. Again, that number is 510-906-1341. First off, let's check the polls. As far as the which poll does go, 67% of you like tonight's SmackDown with 33% thinking it was just all right. As far as the Twitter poll does go, 50% thought the show was just all right, 30% didn't like it, and 20% did like SmackDown. Finally, we got the YouTube poll. 57% liked tonight's show, 30% did not like the show, and 12, no, 30% thought it was just all right, and 12% did not like SmackDown. Going over to the text messages here. This person says, do you see Tony Storm winning the SmackDown Women's Championship anytime soon? Not a chance. Or says, Adam Pierce feels like the most inconsistent authority figure. First, he suspends Brock. Then he threatens Big E with a possible match against Brock. No, that's wrong. And I heard that wrong. I was corrected tonight. He threatened to suspend Big E like he suspended Brock. Not with a match with Brock. That's what it was. I was corrected tonight. I had heard it wrong previously. You must have heard it wrong. Because basically he said, don't interfere in the Rollins-Owens match or I will I'll do to you like I did to Brock or something along the lines with Brock Lesnar. He threatened to suspend him indefinitely. That's what it was. Because I was corrected and then sent the clip. Sent the clip. I watched it twice and go, oh, yeah, I heard it wrong. Or it says, do you think Roman Reigns is the heel on SmackDown? Huh? And also, do you think the bloodline going going be best team ever? I don't know about best team ever, but no, duh, Roman is a heel. You even have to ask that question, you ain't watching this show. Or do you think WWE 2K22 outbeat WWE 2K19 video game? Also, update what's going on with Icy title. I don't know, and I don't know. Looked like Nakamura may be hurt. He had a cast on his hand tonight. We'll see. 
Mars says, did Adam Pierce overlook Drew McIntyre in tonight's Black Friday Battle Royal? No, because from what we're supposed to believe, they did not make the lineup for this match. Drew and Sonya just posted the names they were given. They did not make the lineup. Again, they kept saying, we have to wait for confirmation on who is actually in this match. They never said, we have to set the, the lineup for this match. Mars says, Bailey coming back for the Royal Rumble? I think that may be a little too soon. Let me think, June, July, August. January. That may be a stretch. January may be just a slight bit too soon, but who knows? Haven't heard anything on her recovery. She could be ahead of schedule. I think January, even end of January, it's a little bit too soon, but we've seen guys with worse injuries come back even sooner. Her says, hope we don't get another Brock versus Roman Reigns championship match. I have a feeling that WWE is going to give Brock another WWE title shot versus Roman Reigns. Of course, that's what they're going to do. Duh. And this person says, do you think Dewdrop can win the Women's Royal Rumble? If not, who do you think wins the Men's Royal Rumble? No clue because they ain't pushing anybody strong enough for me to think. Like, when, when Drew won it, he hadn't lost a match in almost a year. Or a singles match. He hadn't gotten pinned in, or submitted in almost a year. So that's when, like, when Drew won it, I go, oh, they're, they're, they're really, I think maybe not a full year. Maybe it was more like eight months. But I was like, oh, they're really pushing Drew right now. So when Drew won it, it was kind of like, I could see that. But there's nobody else that they're really pushing like that other than maybe Lashley. Maybe Lashley wins the Royal Rumble. That would be the only name that I could see as, like, legit right now. As they're, they're protecting. Because they protected Lashley for a almost full year before he won the title. Then he had a great reign. Lost the title. And I don't know. Let's look something up really fast. Has Lashley lost a singles match since losing the belt? I don't know. Um, well, other than when he tried to get the title back from, from Big E. Um... On television. Let's see. But, 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 but. Lost to Big E. Lost to Big E. Two matches to Big E. His last actual loss on television, other than the Goldberg match, was the cage match against Big E. Because then the next week, they had another match. No, the same night, which was no... So they had the no contest and then the cage match where he lost to Big E. Then he lost to Goldberg and hasn't lost since on television. Wait. Nope, that's a house show. He's been losing to Big E at every house show, though. But since losing the belt, he lost the Goldberg match and that's it. Well, since losing the belt and the rematch against Big E, he lost to Goldberg and that's been it. So he's somebody that maybe they're going to push strong again. That's who I think could and should win the Rumble. I would love to see Bobby Lashley go out there and dominate a Royal Rumble because it would seem super legit for him to like start early and just throwing guys, throwing guys. Like when Brock was out there in 2019 and threw, or maybe it was 2020, and threw like 20, 13, 14 guys. So if, if you can have him go out there, Bobby Lashley, and throw like a dozen guys leading to a victory, that would be great. I think that would be great. 
But with that, guys, that is everything for tonight's Friday Night Smackdown. I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving yesterday. Mine was pretty dang good. I mean, nothing really to complain about. But with that, guys, have a great night. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you next time.